Welcome to the SB, Mitch James. Thank Thanks. you for having me, brother. Man, it's, we already started chatting before the mics are on. Yeah. But, um, but you were talking about vulnerable. We'll go straight into it. <laughs> yeah. About, like how being an artist and you you got your heart on the line in your music, but also being vulnerable in conversation and to the totally. world as well. It must, it must be a hard thing because it would take a, a certain degree of resilience. Yeah, I think for me it's 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 easy just because, yeah, like I was saying beforehand, like I think there's no point in being half vulnerable. There's no point in... in being a singer-songwriter and being super vulnerable with your music but then being closed off in real life. So right. I feel like it's it's sort of my duty as an artist to to delve deep within myself so then I can reflect that upon the world in my music and then therefore they can reflect deep in themselves. Amazing. Because um, it must be a, a sensitive process. Like I'm a sensitive guy. You, mm. you seem like you're, you're self, very self-aware and aware of your emotions. Mm. But... Um, have got a certain degree of um, strength or like groundedness, I guess, because I think that's that for me is the thing that I'm learning more about, and I think yeah. it seems like you've established. Yeah, I think. Well, I've been through a lot of things in my life, which have, I mean, hope I can swear on here. Yeah, <laughs> that have been super fucked up, super fucked up. So I, I mean, like going. Thank you, brother. Um, going going through those things and. Um, basically, it's just been life that has grounded me, and then once these events happen in your life that are super eye-opening or raw and hit you in a certain way they then have their after effect on you which means you have to keep yourself in check always and I think as a as an artist where people listen to me and and people in some ways aspire towards what I'm doing you have to hold yourself accountable and you can't be lazy in your Mm. decisions because they impact not only yourself but but other people that that sort of can live vicariously through you and like I mean, no names, but there, there's. I can list off a couple of people that I have, you know, I have seen in my life as a musician. People that I used to look up to, and then you see them do these things because these horrible things because they let their ego get out of control and mm. they don't hold themselves accountable for things. And then it just makes me look at them and go, "I used to look up to you, but I sure as hell don't want to be you, mm, you wow. know, or, or anything like that in the future." Wow. And because there's, there's all variables in this, I suppose. The more exposure you get, the more challenges you get. And yeah. personal, life, personal life and being in front of people and getting them, you know, a mass amount of people even mm. criticizing you or adoring you, that's mm. got to take a... <clears throat> how, how have you found that expansion in itself? I mean, yeah, bro. It's, it's a very weird feeling because um, mm. no one used to give a shit about my music or, mm. or me. Mm. Um, so, yeah, like it's... It's just about growing along with the process of of your your growth. Like mm. you know, as it grows in the public eye, it's all. It's. I think it's just about accountability. Like I, I never. I ne- Like my new mantra for the last like year and a bit has been like, "What would my mum think?" <laughs> and I think it's. I think it's. I think it's important to to hold hold that standard because, you know, if you if you go getting. Big as you as you say, numerous various challenges come your way, and you have to be able to to deal with them in an honourable way. And a lot of the time, that involves uh, adapting on the go because these things you, you've never been experienced them before, and they're just being thrown at you. So, mm. as long as uh, my mum would be happy with <laughs> with what I'm doing, then I think that's that's generally how I try and and deal with these crazy weird challenges and obstacles and 
and great things that come with it for mm. sure. Because mm. like supporting, like for people that don't know, you supported Ed Sheeran on yeah. when you started doing huge shows when you were doing his arena tour in New Zealand, right? Yeah, stadiums. Yeah, stadiums, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was, a, that was a massive amount of exposure and you'd totally. done a bunch of busking in, on the streets in London before that, mm. that, before you got discovered and then Sony signed you in New Zealand. And, yes. Yeah. So you, you've, you've done that, you know, the hustling. Yeah, then, totally. So you feel, totally. Like it's, you feel like you've earned... I mean, I mean, it's hard to even say, you know, because a lot of people hustle and don't earn it per se. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah. You, there, there must be a certain degree of like feeling like... You've got your your cars, your vehicles, like it's moving, well, well oiled. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, and I mean, it's an interesting uh, dilemma because um, your mindset's got to change at some stage to stop tangible things being the the gauge of success. Like, right. like back in the day, like I would have viewed opening for Ed as like, you know, this massive, which it is, it is a massive thing, but as a you know, like there's always something next, and if you if you're always chasing something next, there's no end goal. So, I, like, yeah, I mean, it's it's well oiled and it's moving, but my destination has changed from something tangible to just the idea of being happy. Right. And uh, and like if I if I'm happy, which uh, which I am currently, then you know I could die tomorrow, obviously happy. Amazing. But you know, I think if you take the mindset of of um, tangible sort of things and and like you know a certain show then once you do it what's next exactly and and that doesn't fuf- that doesn't fulfill you so i mean i'm very grateful to for things to be going the way that they are and you know success is is coming and that's great but it's um it's certainly not the be all and end all that's for sure how the fuck do you do like what what would you p- attribute that mindset to out of everything if it's your upbringing if it's like just Choices, if it's meditation, if it's mm. floating. I know you're into floating as mm. well and depri- sensory deprivation. Yeah. Um, what would you attribute those things to? Because I think that's something we all aspire to. We're aware of the environment being so contagious in terms of more, more, more outer- mm. external gratification. Mm. But to have that internal clock. Yeah, I mean, that's a great question, bro. I, I mean, I think it's a lot of things. It's, yeah, I mean, certainly... Um, just being in this world, I think you, you you're told that external gratification is is what you want. But I think you, for me, I had to find out by getting the gratification that the gratification wasn't what I was after. Right. So you know, like, and I say it all the time to like um, these people that quote unquote want to be famous. <laughs> you know, like you don't <laughs> like you don't want to be famous because it is. It is, if that's what you're after, it is completely empty, like completely empty. You've got to have... In, of, in and of itself. Yes, in and of yes, itself, absolutely. Yeah. But, but like when, you've, when you use that for a greater purpose and a greater message, that's where you find, right. that's where you find the value and the self-value and, and in saying that you give others value as well. It's, right. it's totally, I think, the, if fame is the soul goal you're in for a, a pretty rude, <laughs> An awful rude, ride. Rude, rude awakening <laughs> that's for sure yeah bro but it's um but yeah and discovering and discovering that there's a greater purpose that is such a great blessing for sure and how do you do you have any daily practices that keep you calibrated because obviously yeah. you can get thrown some heavy shit it kind of oh, like you yeah. like sounds like you've already been through yeah and 
like like you say it's a quick adaption quick evolution in the moment yeah to, totally to- well i mean like i i try and do i mean it's tough on the road with um with with varying schedules but when i'm in a routine i'll always meditate um well not always mostly most days i'll meditate um just a little 10 minute jobby on headspace start mm. the day off mm. right mm. Uh, always try and go to the gym or do something active and and then once i feel like those pillars uh, are laid down then if you want to be creative and write you're in a great you're a great great space to be creative if you want to chill out you know that you've got your your, your bricks down and you're, you're going to be sane for the day because uh, mm. being a creative person i'm sure as many people listening are creative people they it's your mind goes in in a million different ways but as long as you can remind yourself that you are not your mind then that's that's like the most important thing, you know. Remind just to, yourself that you're not your mind. It's a t-shirt. Yeah, it is a <laughs> trademark. <laughs> it's that. So it's like the witnessing, and that's what meditation does. Absolutely. It allows you to witness your thinking and Being then go, present, oh, yeah. oh shit, that's I don't need to be my feelings. I can just watch them. Absolutely, occur. bro. And that's a, such a massive revelation that I've had recently. Um, even I mean, like it's not that I've realised it recently, but you can sort of find yourself slipping into your thoughts without being too aware of it. Because you know, like I'm moving country, so like you know, when when you have a girlfriend and and family and friends, you find yourself slipping into your thoughts and going, "Oh, what's the future going to hold?" And it mm. affects you negatively. But then I had to realise I'm still here right now. Yeah. I've got to be present. The future will come breathe you know <laughs> what, what's what's an area that you could say is like a i mean you feel free not to answer but like mm. is, is a deeper or a deep-seated pain like i know what mine is mm. and, and like that that area that when it gets triggered it kind of like brings out your worst i guess yeah like, because it's the real sensitive achilles heel of either a trauma that happened in your upbringing or yeah um it, like i'd be fascinated to know because I think we all got them into different degrees. Mm. And I still find at 34, when mine gets triggered, I'm not the best of persons. You know, like I'm a, yeah. I, I fall into a bit of a mess. Even though I've been meditating for eight years and I've, you know, like done all the groundwork to like stabilize myself as well as possible. Mm. There seems to be, it's like this, everyone gets dealt different levels of ability to adapt and also mm. challenges i guess mm. so yeah I'm, I'm kind of fascinated by the the process of how one can overcome their trauma or su- sufficiently heal it yeah you know? I'm, I'm a big sort of believer in i don't i mean and this is just me i don't think people should take me for the bible but i i'm a believer in like everyone's got their traumas and mine i they haven't gone away like so, and I so I'm of the mindset that I don't think they're ever gonna gotta go away at, uh, per se. But it's how uh, you deal with it and how you how you heal. And when it flares up, I, I just think it's so so important for people to just ground themselves and be present in that exact moment. Because if if it is flaring up, you're not in the moment. But you, you know we're all human, and 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 it does happen. But it's. Sometimes it takes a few days for me. Like I, like in my last sort of flare up, I guess, matter of weeks ago, and it's just, yeah, I think like an emotional flare up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and 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 in a in a bad way, in, in a bad way, everything in my life sort of exploded at this one time. But it, yeah, it's just, I think for me, it was sort of it was getting away from 
reality in a healthy way, not like medicating or whatever, but going to a movie. I just went to a, a, a movie with my girlfriend and that sort of then went to bed and woke up the next day, felt a tiny little bit better, just had to go be be present the whole day and fight the thoughts because mm. I feel like it's uh, it's a very, it's kind of like, an addiction oh mate you know like 100% you, you like wake up and you're like and your brain goes hello <laughs> you know like have I'm, you worried about this yet yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. bro exactly yeah. and then so but that because obviously if you're waking up like that yesterday's sucked so it's a, it's a it's a new it's a new day, but you're you're at even playing field with your brain at the first moment of the day, and so you're kind of playing this yeah. game of like this, and then mm. if you kind of get a little bit of headway, mm. you'll wake up like that tomorrow, and then you can keep pushing <laughs> yeah, it out. Right. And it, it's for me, it's it like t- it took a few days, but yeah, it's it's so um, it's a good way to put it. Yeah, like that distance, like running ahead of the thoughts. Yeah, kind of it's, like a, it's a battle making, making ground because sometimes it it flips. Yeah. sometimes oh, it totally man. flips and. And your brain and your traumas and your your past or future worries, whatever they may be, that aren't right now, they can win. And we've mm. all been there. And some people live in most, or well, not most, but a lot of people live in that mindset of mm. of you stress. are your brain. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 totally. Believe in the stresses. Yeah. Oh man, uh, it's it's sometimes I'm bewildered by the fact that I believe them still. <laughs> like mm. I'm like, this is crazy. Especially like, if you've had so much time getting away from it with eight years of meditation. Like I'm sort of newish in the game, like a well, almost two years now. But um, yeah, and and because when you're in that good frame of mind, and you you can sort of see your brain for what it is, and all these thought patterns that don't make sense of self-sabotage and all that going why do i do this <laughs> why do i do this but sometimes you know it'll it'll come back because that's the battle of being human i guess mm, mm. it's sort of uh, us versus ourselves and that's <laughs> yes. that's like i mean i'm a massive like conor mcgregor fan for his mindset and and what he what he sort of preaches about that and he always says and he's fighting people that are trained to kill people but what he always says is there's no opponent it's it's yourself in there it's like you've got to beat yourself and i think that applies for life doesn't it mm. and i think you love it the success is a mindset as well yeah, yeah. totally bro because yeah that's that's like that's that that sounds like to me that your way of saying i determine my happiness like if- absolutely yeah and it's i mean i'm a massive sort of believer in the in the law of attraction not not as it's taught but like as as life goes along like i've noticed that thoughts become things and when you're in a negative Mm. state that's when all the negativity piles up manifests and snowballs but then if you're if you're visualizing positive things and 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 just being positive, that's when it'll it'll start to yeah and that's where i think success is a mindset is if you if you can more often than not, if you are in that thinking state of mind, if you can think positive and visualize and put yourself in a literally like a, I, I will visualize and I will be playing at a stadium. Oh, I, right. I'm there like, you know, and if you can put yourself in, in that mindset of success or or failure, that's what you will become. So right. it's success, success is a mindset. Failure is a mindset, I guess. Everything is a mindset. 
And how much do you attribute work to your happiness? Because I know, I think for men particularly, this sense of purpose or belonging or mm. direction, it's probably for women too, but like mm. I know particularly for men, um, is so important for our well-being. Mm. Do you find um, like working in a team, collaborating with people, um, you know, getting being productive with your work is something that you would say definitely keeps you happy or yeah yeah bro i i I would say that it's um i mean it's it's an interesting one because because i'm so vulnerable with my work that it's like you know uh, i guess you run the risk of if i'm not validated here does yeah it does am i validated because i'm giving you the deepest part of myself (laughs) exactly yeah so if you don't like it then i guess i suck (laughs) you know yeah but but, uh, no bro it, it does play a massive role in my life and um, I mean, admittedly, I have prioritised it too much in the past. Like, I, you know, I, I lost a relationship that I really cared about because I was too involved. Um, but, yeah, I think it's all about balance, but um, not yeah. finding sole purpose as a, as a person within work, but making it a driving force, especially in my uh, life where I, I'm so lucky to have in you know a, a potential audience where I can positively impact people's lives, mm-hmm. I think it's important to always be in charge of it and and letting it direct you, but not too much, mm-hmm. not too much. And mm-hmm. I'm sure that mindset will change as I get older, mm-hmm. and you know I get more into a, a, a family sort of mindset. But for now, it's mm-hmm. it is I do get a lot of purpose and uh, and and well being from it. But I mean. When if you flip the script and and it wasn't working, would I still feel the same way? Yeah, I would because music is is something that is like we were talking about before we're on air. That's comedy and and music are, are these two things that you might not like. X Y Z the musician. You might not like X Y Z the comedian, but I'm sure you like to laugh and I'm sure you like to sing. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. So that's what drew. When what's your earliest memory of being drawn to the to that to that universal oh, language um i mean i wouldn't have been aware but i think the first ones would have just been listening to music and going oh this is awesome but i think the first <laughs> the first like real sense of like giving it out was like you know i just would have been a young young and pissed with my mates and you know playing you know, get the guitar out when I'm when I've had a couple of grogs and um and yeah and like when they got oh shit like that was actually pretty good, and then you know when you when you're singing singing that and um and you get a response that's great but then you know then you magnify that and then when I first play my songs to people and hear them sing it back to me something that's come from my experience that's another level of of like this is special mm. and it, it is so such a special feeling to mm. be able to unite people mm. through something that you just love doing it's it's the best job in the world as far as i'm concerned mm. like whether I, I was a comedian or 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 a speaker or something like that to, to have the power to be able to use your being for a greater good and bringing people together not separating people because as you know bro we're in a world of of people trying to separate people and in, into groups and and this or that and you're this and i'm that we're we're in reality we're all we're all of the same so it's it's an honor to be doing what i'm doing for sure that's such a beautiful way to describe it and like Thanks, bro. like a really 
it's it's it, you're like you're one of the good ones fighting the good fight <laughs> you know Thank like you if the, the people the i think it was the alicia keys talking at, or singing at the on the piano at the grammys was it i believe where she was talking about like how the good people need to organize themselves better than the bad people or saying when yeah. we, so when you say good and bad in quotations i suppose people just the that are like bringing people together and uniting and, yeah, and facilitating rather evolution rather than yeah. destructive. Totally. Um, and so, so to do that must, I mean, it feels fantastic, doesn't it? Because it's like, yeah. it, I would almost say that that's what, I'd be interested to know what you're, understand, or how you describe or define love because I would mm. see it as somewhat like what you're saying, which is the process of realizing self and other, realizing parts of myself in your music. Yeah. And then so that in the, in the process of coming to realization of that, we're having a moment of unification, totally. which you could say is love. Yeah, absolutely. I've actually never been asked to define love before and that, that just got me thinking and that's so, that's bang on, bro. It's like, I think it's seeing, yeah, seeing parts of you and in, in, in someone else and yeah or and like and still feeling that love in spite of the parts of you that aren't in them you know right, like, right, and, yeah, yeah. and I guess unconditional as well you know like that's, that's, so, that's so elaborate on that part it's just, it's just still like feeling love for them even though you identify things that you don't see in yourself absolutely that's the yeah. unconditional and, part yeah and I, I feel like on, on some sense of the word like I have unconditional love for everybody, you know, like no matter how crazy this world is and people with their outrageous beliefs and whatever, like I still feel a sense of unconditional love for everybody because like you were taught those things and like you can be untaught those things if you really wanted to. So like we're all the same at the, at the bottom of it. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, well, that's for sure. It's such a crazy thing, man. Existence mm. is so weird. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. The fact that we're in these kind of like what appear to be like fleshy kind of, clumps of meat sacks, meat sacks. <laughs> yeah. communicating with each other identifying things it's yeah. so small on that scale but we're so big on the atomic scale yeah. like it's just like a, a weird, and we seem to have a somewhat of an understanding of things but I'm sure it's super limited <laughs> yeah well I mean my like belief on on like sort of uncovering what existence is is like People have been trying to find it out for as long as people have been people. Like, if we were meant to know, we would probably know by now. So, like, I'm just here for the ride, learning as I go. But, fuck, like, I am not going to try, like, find out the reason why. Because, yeah, like, yeah. it'll be revealed to me and, and you know, after I'm dead. Well, that's what I believe. But, yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. It's, it's so look at these things. It's so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. And it's like it's happening in sequential time. Like mm. we're talk- and now we're changing to something else, and now we're talking about this. Yeah. And like everything's in motion. Yeah. It's just a weird thing. Energy, bro. Energy. Yeah. And yeah, the thing that I like buzz out most about is that energy never dies. It can only be reformed, and that's that's science, apparently. Mm, apparently, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah, I, I think that that's that's very poignant, eh? And mm. and if we can just be nice to each other, all will be revealed. Mm. That's what I'm trying to do, at least. Yeah, it's very humbling when you realise that, and it, it's yeah. a bit sort of po- bitter pill to swallow mm. when you give off a negative vibe to someone because you often hurt the closest to us. I mean, I find because mm. I find like when I'm really frustrated, I call upon the closest to me. And mm. I'm usually spitting out some 
Yeah, some heavy shit. Yeah, Yeah, totally. (laughs) But that's like, I mean, that's what close people are for, you know, like, again, unconditional um, love, you know, like there's, in my, like, I keep my circle very small because, you know, as we're saying, it gets quite weird Mm. with with humans and everything. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, you know, like... um, is your circle full of just animals then? Yeah, my, my circle is full of just... Yeah, it's like two dogs. gorillas, two dogs, yeah. Um, yeah, but like, I, I, I think if you can be an heir, there'll be a time where you will need one, for sure, you know? Mm, like, mm. And I think what goes around comes around and like, there's been times where I've been like, oh shit, am I being like a burden to these people? Am I being too much? Mm. And then, you know, fast forward at six, seven months or something and they're probably feeling the same thing when you when you're being there for them but when you're in that situation being there for someone and you truly love them it ain't no burden at all mm. you know it's so true isn't it yeah you almost feel like some sort of like warmth or um purpose or Shit, yeah a, 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 almost a calmness as well like yeah, being, bro. being there for them hearing them and holding them in a space yeah while, while they do their um Unloading, yeah, unloading. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I think it's, I think it's one of the great pleasures of life. Like, <laughs> in a, in Watching a, in someone a, in pain. No, no, like helping someone, bro. Come on. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, like it's it, for me. It's um, it's it's always like kind of weirdly nice just helping helping someone out even when they're in, in great pain. Mm. It's um, mm. yeah, because mm. then you know that when you're all fucked up someone the same person will be there for you that's mm, mm. love it's love baby. <laughs> it's love that's wonderful man sounds like you're in such a good pocket in your life like where you got yeah thanks bro a great wonderful abundance of opportunity of your work and you're expressing mm. yourself in a way that you really have deep hinged values to mm. like can you likewise, tell likewise bro likewise yeah 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 well, I think yeah I come and go with that, that yeah. stuff like I think it's like, well, it's like anything in life, yeah. eh? Like, there's, there's going to be good times, there's going to be shit times. And, yeah, yeah you just got to keep that same energy, really. Yeah, And is. it'll all come right, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's so true. Mm. So, it's the, so the, the main things you do is, like, set your day up is like that. I really like those practical helpers because I yeah. think that's what gives people cornerstones. And it's, the, it's almost like the discipline to be consistent with it that allows you to do that. But Absolutely. another area other than the meditation and the gym is that area that i think it's a, almost a subtle area of thought and choosing what you're going to think mm. like, it's a very it's a hard thing to articulate but like the the way coming back to how you said how it's like taking a step ahead of the negative thoughts and making more positive ones and then you get further and further ahead mm. of yourself ahead of the negatives that's a really good way to describe it i was wondering if there's any other ways within that that you do like if it's a big breath and then think of a positive thing or like because it's it is such a it's it's such a um, almost abstract area the Mm. thought realm the invincible realm inside our head yeah yeah (laughs) fuck yeah yeah i mean bro to be honest like i i i try but like when i'm when i'm in that like realm like i'm I'm not great, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, admittedly, I'd love to say, like, oh, I do this and do that, but when I'm shit, I'm pretty shit, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, like, I always, you know, I think of I think of how, like, you know, all the amazing things in my life and, like, you know, like, I've been through so much, like, shit as a teenager with, like, mental health issues and, like, 
um, you know, I've seen people in my life like uh, die by suicide and and things like that. And so, like, it's a bit of a twisted thought, but it's like, you know, I know that like no matter how bad things are, because I've been right on the edge. I'm like, I'm not going to kill myself. So it can't it can't get worse than like being in that like area of like having those thoughts. But knowing that you're not going to do it and that there's another day. You can only go up from there, and it's like mm. the biggest cliche ever. Like you can mm. only go up from here, mm-hmm. but you can. Mm. You, re- you really can only go up from there. And if you know that you have the have the power within you to not go down that route, and you know you know that this, you know for a fact that your parents love you. Or if you don't have your parents, you've got friends or brothers and sisters that truly love you, mm. and you just when you've experienced that on the other side. You know, losing friends. I lost a I lost a close friend maybe like four, five, six months ago, and mm. you just know that you're not going to do that to the to the people you love. So, yeah, yeah it can only go up. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do I do suck when I get into that stage. But I mean, everyone does. You know, yeah, like yeah. when when we're bad, we're bad. It's like human nature. But we just got to help each other out. Really, I think that's a big part, man. That helping each other out, like yeah. being okay, having friends that are okay with you being shit. Like, Fuck, yeah, because I, I find there's only a handful of friends. They're not friends. your friends if they're, if they're not really. That's why I like yeah. keep it keep it like s- small. Because when when shit goes bad for me, it's like quite hectic. Like it's rare, but it's it's quite hectic. So mm. knowing that you can, I think also like not feeling crazy when you like oh, articulate mate. these thoughts. That's so major because like if these people haven't gone through anything and you're telling them all these like fucked up crazy things and they're like. Hey. Like, you should probably talk to someone else because that's that's only going to make you feel more isolated, 100%. more more weird, more sad, more crazy. Yeah, that's so interesting. Do you think it's people that have experienced that level of darkness themselves that are able to do that, or if it's what is it? Because I, th- I mean, yeah, I think like because I mean because I've gone through a lot of shit myself. I can only speak from my experience. I'd say it definitely helps. Yeah, uh, you know, like the empathy of, of of things and being yeah, just being empathetic and you know, I know what you feel because I've been in a similar place myself. Mm. I'd, I'd say it definitely helps for sure. And you started that charity since losing your friend. Is that yeah. right? That can you tell us a bit about that because that sounds wonderful. Yeah. So basically. Um, I lost a good friend to mental mental illness and um basically like when he was at gigs or uh festivals or or whatever he was we never worried about him he had, he had uh borderline personality disorder which um someone else um in my life uh has and it's it's i know from experience that it's it's a gnarly gnarly bastard and um and so basically T-Stain our mate was so happy when he was at gigs and we never worried about him when he was at gigs but you know it was it was a bit of a roller coaster uh, outside of it so you know when when he died and he just had a solar gold he was a vegan who loved animals loved looking after animals loved looking after people um but yeah we just wanted to continue his legacy and um and basically doing like our thing is if someone's struggling with mental health uh issues or someone close to them like their friend can nominate them or whatever and basically with me and my manager who's he was my manager's best friend um we have access to so many amazing shows uh artists festivals that we're like why don't we get these people to these festivals give them these experiences 
and um, just watch them smile and like give them something to smile about and go like, hey, life is worth living. There's these, it might not be great most of the time, but there's these little pockets where I'm so happy hmm. and I want to experience that again. Mm-hmm. So if we can save lives and, and our fallen mates honor, then it's the greatest honor out of all of them, you know, especially I've had humongous history me and my family with mental health issues so it's something really close to my heart and Mm. um yeah it it makes me very happy knowing that we could be saving lives and Mm. we are saving lives by just not really i mean it's not too hard for us you know we're in the we're in the industry so Mm. we can we can help these people out no sweat and um yeah it's a it's a great honor so awesome man it's it's giving them those moments isn't it giving people those that moment of of um relief or yes. perspective from their yes from yeah. being away from that demon in their head that keeps chipping at them all day long all mm-hmm. day long mm-hmm. they hear their favorite song in their front center or they get to they meet breathe. them after yeah. Or, or yeah and they're just in the moment of music and that's again going back to that musical or comedy and everyone loves to feel the music everyone loves to laugh and those are such like they're moments away from the thinking brain, their their present moments. Mm. They're like, I'm in in, in this right now. I'm mm. feeling mm. feeling the vibe. Mm. Yeah. And when you have that moment of perspective or clarity or distance or um, holiday from the n- neurotic yeah. negative, you <laughs> yeah. actually can have a moment or a breather to observe it a little bit. Like and go because like I had a bit of bit of a bad breakdown this weekend that was mm. really upsetting and and it was only. In the, I did some things that allowed me to have a moment of perspective and I was just like, oh, maybe I could just lean into trusting this person instead of like believing yeah. believe in a negative thing because I've been hurt before. Or something yeah, like predisposed like, ideas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe if Absolutely. I have... And it, when you were talking about positivity before, it reminded me of that because it's like focusing on a trust will build the trust and will build the the person being trustable because they'll feel that energy off you and want to exactly and you know and i think it's just it really struck me when you said that like how we 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 build energy in who we are around totally yeah and it's just it's all about that getting away from the moment like mm-hmm. of of that your head or your i think what do they call it the critic the inner critic yes yeah yeah getting away from the inner critic and being lost in something even if it's super temporarily that's that's what we're all about with bring people dancing the the foundation is just we're not claiming to be experts on you know with mental health crises or anything like that we just want to give people an experience where they can be happy even if it's for an hour it's so nice man and it's Mm. also that thing of being together i think that's a super like um lost is it lost connections johan hari did this beautiful book that it was said that a large part of the mental issues like anxiety and depression is the, the lack of community we have or mm. the, the lack of togetherness we have so the fact that that your organization does that brings people together or has an as a together experience is like i think that's a large part of the healing or the 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 better in one's mental state yeah i think as long as we can do all in our power to make people in our lives or the people that we can have an impact on through our art and letting them know that they're not alone. Like mm, that's mm, mm. I like all of my like troubles in my life have have it some way, shape or form related to feeling alone. And mm. then it's like it's you know, like even like with me moving to Australia, like 
what gets me so anxious about that is being alone. You know, like it's and it, it stems so deeply, like in all that we're talking about. All you need to do to to like feel community is have the infrastructure of a community. So we're just doing our bit to try and build a little one. But mm. I think it's a greater lesson for for everyone. You know, like mm. it's it's shouldn't be us versus them mentality. Like so much in the world of like politics and all that shit. Like mm. it it should just be like what is beneficial for everyone beautiful mm. man that's a beautiful part to end on and i just want to s- out. thanks so much for bro, like- thank you so much for having me i i love that so much bro. <laughs> it's like i wish i wish all bloody like you know interviews and podcasts and shit were like this because that that's how you like that's how you get people is is by just exploring deep ideas and like mm. make and sort of vocalizing them to to in ways that people can understand mm. I, I love it bro I love that <laughs> that's so good man that makes me really happy and you, like it takes courage and bravery to be open mm. uh, and so like I just I massive respect and massive yeah. respect for your it's work. a disease bro like being being open's a disease once you got it it ain't going anywhere <laughs> you know like I, I'm I'm very like yeah I try and be an open book in, in all ways bro and I think if I can if both of us can if we can inspire people to more people to be like that then we're doing our jobs bro for sure (laughs) that's beautiful man big love thank you brother likewise (laughs) cheers